This is Kristen Matthewson, part of the Texas A&M Family Medicine Residency Program in the Advanced OB Track, and this is Clinical Pearls. Approximately 45% of pregnancies in the U.S. are unintended, and even more disturbing is that medically complex women are at increased risk of unintended pregnancy, even more compared to a healthy cohort. The postpartum period is an especially vulnerable time as 70% of pregnancies that occur within one year of delivery are, again, unplanned. Interpregnancy intervals shorter than six months are associated with increased risks of preterm birth, low birth weight, and small for gestational age infants. The most effective way to prevent an unintended pregnancy is through consistent and correct use of contraception. So in this podcast, we're going to review the stance from ACOG and the Society of Maternal Fetal Medicine regarding immediate postpartum LARC initiation. The American College of OBGYN recommends that long-acting reversible contraceptive methods be offered to all appropriate candidates, citing their superior efficacy in preventing unintended and close-interval pregnancy when compared with short-acting methods. LARC methods have low failure rates, similar to those of sterilization, making them appealing to women to whom future pregnancy is not recommended or when sterilization is not an option. LARC methods provide the benefit of allowing pregnancy to occur in a well-planned and highly supervised medical setting for women in whom an unintended pregnancy would pose high medical risk. LARC methods include hormonal and non-hormonal intrauterine devices, as well as the subdermal contraceptive implant. The long-acting nature of LARCs allows women to optimize chronic health conditions prior to conception, but LARC methods remain easily reversible when pregnancy is eventually desired. Immediate postpartum initiation of LARCs reduces the risk of unintended and close interval pregnancy because many women have sexual intercourse and resume ovulation prior to their six-week postpartum check. Remember the clinical pearl that LARC methods do not contain estrogen, making them safe options for women with a history of medical conditions like thromboembolic disease for whom estrogen is otherwise contraindicated. LARC methods are either U.S. Medical Eligibility Category 1, which means no restriction for use, or their Category 2 means that there's proven benefits that outweigh any theoretical risk, and this is for most conditions. There are very few medical conditions for which IUDs are Category 4, which is an unacceptable risk. But some of these include distorted uterine cavity, Wilson's disease, which is Category 4 only for the copper IUD, current diagnosis of breast cancer, which is Category 4 for the levonorgestrel IUD, cervical or endometrial cancer, or malignant gestational trophoblastic disease. Other contraindications for IUDs are pelvic inflammatory disease, post-septic abortion, postpartum sepsis, purulent cervicitis, or unexplained vaginal bleeding. But specifically regarding post-placental placement, what are the contraindications for that? Let's talk about that next.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The few contraindications to immediate postpartum LARC placement are similar to those of interval LARC placement, as we just discussed. For IUDs, delayed insertion is recommended in women with active infection, either chorioamnionitis or a prenatal STI without a test of cure. A known uterine cavity abnormality is also a contraindication. Ongoing postpartum hemorrhage obviously does not need an IUD to complicate the picture. And lastly, any suspicion or confirmed retained placenta requiring manual removal of surgical evacuation makes immediate placement of an IUD not optimal. The U.S. Medical Eligibility Chart also makes recommendations specific to the immediate postpartum period, and LARC methods are Category 1 or 2 for most conditions. With the exception of the contraindications we've just covered, immediate postpartum LARC is an option regardless of any medical complexity. Immediate postpartum LARC insertion is a safe, convenient, and effective option for postpartum contraception that can occur immediately after delivery. Insertion of an IUD can be done after placental delivery following either vaginal or cesarean birth. Compared with other contraceptive methods, IUD insertion within 10 minutes of delivery of the placenta or immediate postpartum implant insertion, which typically is any time during the delivery hospitalization, does have several advantages. These include immediate contraception without breastfeeding interference and avoidance of discomfort related to later IUD insertion. Inserting an IUD immediately after placental delivery has not been associated with increased infection, uterine perforation, or postpartum bleeding. Importantly, immediate postpartum LARC improves postpartum contraceptive continuation rates, and so it reduces the rates of unintended pregnancy and the issue of short interpregnancy intervals. Well, if you're like me, you're thinking, well, that's great for all the benefits, but what about the risks with immediate placement? We haven't covered that, but we're about to do that next. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Systematic reviews report that perforation and infection risks, as previously stated, are just not increased, regardless of the mode of delivery when compared with delayed insertion. However, whereas a six-week postpartum IUD placement has an expulsion rate of about 2%, 25% expulsion rates have been reported with immediate postpartum placement. Now, in true disclosure, that's at the upper end of normal. Usually, the rates published in Various trials show that expulsion rates can be as low as 10%, but again still as high as 25% with immediate placement. 
a systematic review in 2018 showed that expulsion rates were 10% if the IUD was placed within 10 minutes or less after placental delivery. However, although immediate postpartum IUD placement does have higher known expulsion rates than interval placement, the benefit of immediate placement still seems to outweigh this potential drawback. All right, now before we get into the specific techniques for placement, because it can be a little different than placing in an interval placement or in a gynecological patient, a quick word about two terms that relate to this topic. One is immediate post-placental placement, and the other is early postpartum placement. Immediate placement occurs when the IUD is inserted within 10 minutes from post-placental delivery. Early postpartum placement is any placement that occurs after 10 minutes but within two weeks of delivery. In environments where immediate inpatient placement of postpartum LARC is just not possible, a program of early postpartum placement, again, that's beyond 10 minutes post-placental delivery, but within the first, ideally, two weeks after birth, should have similar benefit. It has been shown in the data that early postpartum placement has high continuation rates and equally high satisfaction rates. So for women who desire and are eligible for LARC, who do not get immediate postpartum placement, early postpartum LARC initiation should be considered when, again, immediate LARC placement has barriers in place or is otherwise just not feasible. All right, as we wrap up this podcast, we have to say a quick word about placement technique. Data are limited on the optimal insertion method, but there is some recommended protocols by SMFM. Several techniques of immediate postpartum LARC placement have been described using either a ring or a Kelly placental forcep, manual insertion with the operator's hand, or the manufacturer's own inserter. A technique described for vaginal delivery includes changing into new sterile gloves, removing the IUD from the inserter, and cutting the strings to about 10 to 12 centimeters. That is about the same length as Perigard strings. The cervix is then cleansed with betadine or another antiseptic solution, and a hand or retractor is used to visualize the cervix and to grab the anterior lip for retraction with a ring forceps. The IUD wings are carefully grasped with rings or Kelly placental forceps and with gentle cervical retraction and under full visualization, the device is passed through the cervix. The ring forceps on the cervix is stabilized and the hand is transferred to the abdomen to palpate the uterine fundus and to confirm fundal placement of the device before releasing the ring or Kelly placental forcep and moving laterally to avoid IUD displacement with retraction. If the strings are trimmed to about the 10 to 12 centimeter mark, then they should not be visualized beyond the cervix, and they can be trimmed later at a follow-up visit after descending with uterine involution. After a cesarean delivery, the IUD can be placed in the uterine fundus manually with ring forceps or with the manufacturer's inserter after initiation of hysterotomy closure. The strings are then tucked down into the cervix prior to completion of the hysterotomy closure. Now, even though ACOG and SMFM endorse immediate post-placental LARC use, of course, there's barriers and healthcare system issues that prevent this from being universally done. 
healthcare system issues are the primary barrier for widespread immediate postpartum LARC use. Coordinated programs involving cooperation among providers, administration, billing, pharmacy are just not widespread. And then, of course, there's a reimbursement issue. But nonetheless, we should still continue to advocate for immediate post-placental LARC placement or insertion of a contraceptive implant before discharge in places when possible because it really is the best way to prevent short interval pregnancy. All right, podcast family, we have covered the SMFM console series number 48, dealing with immediate postpartum LARC use or early postpartum initiation. Thanks for being part of our podcast. We'll see you next time on Clinical Pearls.